Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for again joining us. Thank you for being a part of the Life Point show. We love being able to share God's truth with you, and we know that God has great things for all of us, and He wants us to learn, love, and be a part of the family of God. Our Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for a great day. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for being our Lord and our Savior. Lead us this day. Guide us through the thick and thin of life. May we see you. May we understand you. May we follow you. Direct our paths this day, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm going to chapter 11 of John today. I'm going to talk about Lazarus. Because you know the story, it's familiar to you, but I want to talk about it, and I want to put some implication on it, and I want to see how that affects us, and see if we cannot have such faith in God that great and miraculous things happen. Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary, and her sister Martha. And it was the Mary who anointed the Lord with an ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. The sisters therefore sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of Man may be glorified by it. You hear that? Jesus knew what he was going to do. He had laid out what the plan was. He knew that many people were going to be touched by what was about to come. You see, that God knows the heart of people. He knows the future. He knows everything out there. But, of course, people don't understand that. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. He was a good friend. They were tight, tight friends. Like some of you have great friends. Jesus was very close to Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. When therefore he heard that he was sick, he stayed then two days longer in the place where he was. So he didn't rush out of there because, again, he knew what he was going to do. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go into Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you, and you're going there again? Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light in this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. This he said, and after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go that I may awaken him out of the sleep. The disciples therefore said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus has spoken of his death, but they thought that he was speaking of literal sleep. Then Jesus therefore said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sake that I was not there, so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Thomas, therefore, who is called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb. Listen to this, folks. Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and the many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. Martha, therefore, when she heard that Jesus was coming, went to meet him. But Mary sat in the house. Martha, therefore, said to Jesus, Lord, 
If you had been here, my brother would not have died. Even now, you know, whatever you ask of God, God will give you. And Jesus said to her, your brother shall rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection of the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me shall live even as he dies. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I have believed that you are the Christ, the Son of God, even he who comes into the world. And when she had said this, she went away and called Mary her sister, saying, Recently the teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she arose quickly and was coming to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but he was still a place where Martha had met him. The Jews then were with her in the house and consoling her. When they saw that Mary rose up quickly and went out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Therefore, when Mary came where Jesus was, she saw him and fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in the spirit and troubled, and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Then the shortest verse in the Bible, verse 35, Jesus wept. Jesus showed emotion. Jesus cared for the hurting sisters and for those around. Then it goes on to say, And so the Jews were saying, Behold now how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not this man who opened his eyes of him who was blind have kept this man from dying? See, people were looking. See, people always see the negative things, don't they? They always look at the negative. Let's start looking at the positive and start believing. Let's be people who believe and trust. And then verse 38 says, Jesus, therefore, again, being deeply moved within, came to the tomb. Now it was a cave, and a, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, remove the stone. Martha, the sister of the deceased, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be a stench, for he hath been dead for four days. I think the, the King James said, Lord, he stinketh. You know, and of course he would be if he'd been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you, if you believe, you will see the glory of God? People, get verse 40 down. If you believe, you will see the glory of God. If we believe in our churches that God will do great things, won't he? I told a story to the evangelist we had in last week. I told him about how, how uh, uh, several years ago, our church, we, we owed four hundred and almost $500,000, dollars on our church, and we just keep praying every Thursday morning in our prayer time that God would help us take care of this debt. I've had this debt for years and years, that God would take care of it. And I had a guy that doesn't even go to our church that comes to our prayer time, and he handed me an envelope and, and said to me, Pastor, I want to seed what God's going to do. And he gave me, I think it was somewhere like $1,500 in cash to seed what God wanted to do. And you know what? Within, I believe it was within 18 months, we had money that came in. 
And we paid that church off and wrote that $470,000 check. And I believe a lot of it was because this prayer team that we have prayed and believed that God was going to do it. And it was in his time. It wasn't immediately. We prayed for a couple years, and, and God delivered. And that's what God does. And, and, he, and he wanted, Jesus wanted to have these believers see what he could do. And they removed the stone. And Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you heardest me, that you heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people standing around, I said it, they may believe it that thou didst send me. And when he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Can you imagine the scene? Look on the hillside. Now, I was in I was in Bethany, and I remember they have a place where they believe that was the tomb of Lazarus. They don't know for sure, I don't think, but they that's what they at least they say. And but I still kind of picture that sitting there and listening and seeing all these people watch this, and they hear Jesus uh, call out Lazarus. He who died came forth, bound and foot with wrappings, and his face was wrapped around him with cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. And I believe the King James says, Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. The people saw. They were astonished. They were amazed, even though Jesus proclaimed, just believe you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Just believe in him. He can do the impossible. Folks, he's done the impossible many times in life. I know people say, well, I haven't heard of many people raising from the dead. Well, I haven't heard of a lot of that either. But you hear stories. You hear things I've been involved with. Boy, at least uh, maybe a dozen healings over the years that I've watched the uh, Almighty God heal somebody just immediately. I'm telling you something, people. God knows. God certainly knows the heart of man. He knows you. He has a plan for you, but he wants you to truly believe. Start believing. Start believing God wants to do something in your family. God wants to do something in your work. God wants to do something in your church, in your community. God wants to use you right where you're at, exactly where you're at. Well, Pastor, I'm not in a good place right now. God wants to use you. Let him, but allow him to lead. May it not be your idea. May it not, not be things from you, but it be things from God. And use the word of God as your reference. Use God's truth as a reference because you can't argue with the Bible. You can't argue with God's truth. Our Heavenly Father, open our minds and our hearts today for what you have for us. You've got great things. I love you, Lord. I give you thanks for loving me. And Lord, help us to have great faith. Help me to develop my faith even in a greater way, Lord. I want to be deep in your faith. And God, many of these listeners want to also. And God, those are struggling. Those are hurting. Be with them today. I love you. I give you thanks for this opportunity to share. In Jesus' name, amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, 
please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day. Thank you.